0: Welcome to the Practical Missions Podcast mini-episode. I'm your host. Today I'm going to read you a quote from Martin Luther. He's trying to console one of his pastor friends who has fallen into sin. The pastor married off some people in his church who should never have been married and now he feels this incredible guilt over what he's done and he's fallen into spiritual depression. Martin Luther comes in and says, hey look, you actually did do wrong. You should feel guilty because you did something wrong. You shouldn't have married them. But don't forget that Christ is a savior of real sinners. He's not a savior just of people with tiny little sins. No, he He's a savior of the most horrible, grievous sins. And he says, hey, join me, a hard-boiled sinner, in receiving the grace and forgiveness of Jesus. My dear Spalatin, I heartily sympathize with you and earnestly pray our Lord Jesus Christ to strengthen you and give you a cheerful heart. I should like to know and am making diligent inquiry to find out what your trouble may be or what caused your breakdown. I am told by some that it is nothing else than depression and heaviness of heart caused by the matrimonial affair of a person who is publicly united in marriage to the stepmother of his deceased wife. If this is true, I beseech you most urgently not to become self-centered and heed the thoughts and sensations of your own heart, but to listen to me your brother, who is speaking to you in the name of Christ. Otherwise, your despondency will grow beyond endurance and kill you. For St. Paul says, the sorrows of the world work death. I have often passed through the same experiences and witnessed the same in 1540. In the case of Magister Philip, who was nearly consumed by heaviness of heart and despondency on account of the landgrave's affair. However, Christ used my tongue to raise him up again. I say this on the supposition that you have sinned and are partly the blame for the aforementioned marriage because you approved of it. Yea, I shall go further and say, even if you had committed more numerous and grievous sins in the present and other instances than Manasseh, the King of Judah, whose offenses and crimes could not be eradicated throughout his posterity down to the time when Jerusalem was destroyed. While your offense is very light because it concerns a temporal interest and can be easily eradicated, nevertheless, I repeat it, granted you are to blame, Are you going to worry yourself to death over it and thus kill yourself, committing a still more terrible sin against God? It is bad enough to know that you made a mistake in this matter. Now, do not let your sin stick to your mind, but get rid of it. Quit your despondency, which is a far greater sin. Listen to the blessed consolation, which the Lord offers you by the prophet Ezekiel, who says, As I live, says the Lord. I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Do you imagine that only in your case the Lord's hand is shortened? Or has he in your case alone forgotten to be gracious and shut up his tender mercies? or are you the first man to aggravate his sin so awfully and henceforth there is no longer a high priest who can be touched with the feelings of your infirmities do you consider it a new marvel when a person living this life in the flesh with innumerable errors of so many devils flying about him is occasionally wounded and laid prostrate It seems to be, my dear Splaton, that you have still a limited experience in battling sin and evil conscience, the law, and the terrors of death. Or Satan has removed from your vision and memory every consolation which you have read in the scriptures. In days when you were not afflicted, you were well fortified and knew very well what the office and benefits of Christ are. To be sure, the devil has now plucked from your heart all the beautiful Christian sermons concerning the grace and mercy of God in Christ by which you used to teach, admonish and comfort others with a cheerful spirit and a great buoyant courage. Or it must be that before now you have been only a trifling sinner, conscious only of paltry and insignificant faults and failures. Therefore, My faithful request and admonition is that you join our company and associate with us who are real, great, and hard-boiled sinners. You must by no means make Christ to seem paltry and trifling to us as though he could be our helper only when we want to be rid from imaginary, nominal, and childish sins. No, no, that would not be good for us. He must rather be a savior and redeemer from real, great, grievous and damnable transgressions and iniquities, yea, from the very greatest and most shocking sins. To be brief, from all sins added together in a grand total.